This is a Soulfire production. You're listening to the Simply Be podcast, episode number 190. Well, as I'm about to even open my mouth to breathe and introduce this episode, my whole body just filled with chills. And that is a sign that there is a higher power at play. And this conversation is filled with a higher frequency. It's going to be hard for me to find the words to introduce my guest today, but I'm going to do my best. For those of you who have maybe followed my journey for the last few years, ever since I started Simply Be Agency in 2017, you may or may not have heard of or seen the name Tali Kogan. She and I met in the most beautiful way, and we're going to share that story today. And since that very serendipitous meeting, we were for sure sisters in a past life, many, 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 many lifetimes. In fact, my life has changed and, and her life has changed. Our working relationship, when I hired her to style me for my very first video shoot, really was a deep activation for both of our potential and our power and our inner beauty. Tali has styled me now for the last five and a half years for every single photo shoot, for every single website shoot, for every single video shoot. She also styled me for the the back cover of my book, all my podcast graphics, everything you pretty much see on my Instagram. If I'm wearing something that is semi-fabulous, Tali is behind it. She is definitely a genius when it comes to fashion. And we'll talk a lot today about the power of personal brand style and why it is so essential to show up like a queen, like a boss, to feel confident, to feel secure in your own skin, to feel beautiful from the inside out when you are in front of any sort of audience, clients, stage, community, and just how much the power of fashion can really change who we are. And yet what Tali does is so much more than fashion. What Tali does is empowerment. And I'm going to cry because she didn't just become my stylist. She became my best friend. And her unique ability to see another woman in all of her power and all of her light and to know that it doesn't take away from her own is very rare. And here's the truth, my friends. I am that woman too. I wasn't born competitive. I wasn't born jealous. I've talked a lot about this on my podcast. I have really sought friendships where I can shine and she can shine and together we shine brighter because we're friends. And unfortunately, that isn't always the case. I think in general, it can be hard when two friends take up a lot of space and shine bright and and that can cause challenges in friendships with women. And today you're going to hear all about Tali's story. She was born in Ukraine. She lived in Israel. She was in in the Israeli army. She used to like, you know, hold machine guns and tell troops of men what to do. Then she brought herself to America through a very, what was an abusive marriage that she was stuck in for many years before she empowered herself to leave, to start over, to literally start from scratch. She had not a penny to her name, fell into accounting as a way to make ends meet and, and her story of becoming a stylist and bringing Israeli designers to 
Chicago through trunk clubs led to her styling business. And you're going to hear all of that. And I can't wait for her to guide you and teach you today on how to be resilient and how to style yourself and how to show up like a queen and how to be in your divine feminine flow of power, which is all about receiving your your magic and your opportunities without having to try so hard when we dress for the part, right? But really what I hope you take away from this conversation, oh my God, I always cry in my podcast, is an example of sisterhood. I hope that Tali and my friendship is an inspiration of what's possible when two women truly root for each other. And what comes from that is a complete up-leveling in your career, in your confidence, in your impact, in your heart's expansion, and of course your style. (laughs) Tali brought something out inside of me five and a half years ago when I started Simply Be through the power of clothing that literally changed my life. And I have been a mentor and a guide to Tali and her business in showing her what's possible of how she can grow Tel Aviv Couture and her partnerships and what she's done with her styling business and how she can show up as a leader as well. And there's just this beautiful, infinite, symbiotic synergy between the two of us that I'm so proud of. So this episode is multi-layered. We talk about so many things, including Tali's new charity that she just started called Sweet Dome Chicago, which is placing displaced Ukrainian refugees uh, into homes here in Chicago, fully sponsored by her and her family and and the money that they're raising. She's just a, a powerhouse light worker, one of a kind, unicorn of a soul. And it's just about damn time I've brought her onto my podcast for all of you to meet her and to get to know our story and to really get to know Tali's story and to really see that when women shine and most importantly, when women allow other women to shine too, this world is a better place. And so without further ado, here is my amazing conversation with my personal stylist, my best friend, and my soul sister, Tali Kogan. Okay. It's just me and you. Just That's me it. and you. <laughs> just me and this you. This is so fun. This is already so fun. This is already so fun. Every time I'm with you, it's fun. It's so fun. It's my favorite thing. So you have changed my life. You have catalyzed my light. You have shown me confidence in my own sparkle and shine. I'm going to cry that I wouldn't have without you in my life. And so I'm so excited and honored and grateful to bring you onto my podcast, Tali, and showcase our relationship and your magic to my community. You do so much more than personal styling. It's a genius that you call women into a higher version of themselves through, yes, the power of fashion, but so much more. So I want you to talk about why style, like what does style 
mean to you? Why is it so important? First of all, can I just start by saying how thankful, excited, a little bit nervous to be here today. Jessica, you changed my life. You came to my life and you showed me something that I've never, ever seen. You found my genius. And not only that you found a genius, you activated it in me like no one else before. And you provided me with all the tools and all the community in order for me to truly, truly, truly shine and refine that magic of mine. It was a very, very long and a beautiful journey. I would not do it in any other way. But it's all thanks to you. From the minute we met in that bathroom at the saw house, <laughs> our life, we've been both at the very, very beginning. And look at you today. Look at you today. Yes. <laughs> Please running this amazing podcast. I'm so thankful and so honored to be here today. Thank you for inviting me. So excited to talk about it. I totally manifested it. <laughs> and I'm so excited to talk about anything style. I mean, I think that it's easy to see style, fashion, and think that it's superficial or that's not for me or I don't know trends or I, I can't keep up with all the, you know, shopping. And I really want to break down why style impacts people, your approach to styling and why it's something I believe, you know, we both believe women can utilize as a tool to step into who they truly are. I mean, that's really your genius. So can you talk to me about that? It's my absolutely favorite topic and I would love to talk to you about it. So I style, style didn't come to me through fashion school or anything like that. It's something that I've learned myself. I know it's probably shocking to you and your audience, but my background is actually accounting. Yep. I am working since I'm 13 years old, hustling. I worked in pretty much any industry you can imagine, but I end up working as an accountant. I was married to an abusive man. I was wearing, I was always flirting and loving fashion, but wearing really baggy, prompty clothing and really hiding myself. And then I realized that something has to change and I needed to go through some sort of a transformation. What I started noticing, what was very clear to me that clothes do matter mm -hmm. and what you're wearing matters. And when I started like experimenting, started like loving myself, investing in myself and started like dressing up as my higher self, I started seeing that doors that started opening up for me and my creative juices for ideas started flowing. This is basically how I started Tel Aviv Couture. It was my love to fashion and my desire to teach women what I've learned, how I transformed myself. But also I wanted to support my, one of my best friends, Israeli designer, who used to be Leah from Israel. And that's how I started Tel Aviv Couture. Now, when I know, when I learn about that magic that I have, that I learn how to transform myself, how to call my inner queen out, I realized it's a great business opportunity. Mm -hmm. I turn it into the business and that's what I do today. I teach women what I learn, how to empower themselves with fashion. So can we actually talk about that real quickly? Because I don't think that it's a, a story that a lot of people know about you. The first marriage, you were basically like a mail order bride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like sort of like an arranged marriage. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't what you thought it was and you were... You tell the story, but it, you, I know you were in a place of disempowerment. Yes. I love sharing the story because I know I'm not the only one who is found herself in this like crappy situation. Yeah. I somehow convinced myself 
that I'm happy. You know, I was I was living. I convinced myself that that, that being an unhappy marriage it's kind of a normal thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I f- and I was just like really truly truly miserable. And I had like two choices. One to just stay like that for the rest of my life. Or the other one is just like to do something about it. This is when I started like investing in myself. And this is when I started doing this transformation. And even though I was in America, like a couple of years, I rarely spoke English, but I did went to college here. I completed my degree. And this is where I completed my degree as an accountant. And this is when I started like wearing my fun clothes, and this is when I'm like, this is it. This is just like no more. I'm going to spread my wings and I'm going to fly. And I literally laughed at my ex-husband. I stole $2,000 from him. Because <laughs> you had nothing. Cash. I had nothing. I had no family, couple of friends. I was so lonely. I lived in the suburbs. Like I would ride like in a huge house, like literally would rather be in jail. At least in jail, I could make some friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was like really, really miserable. And then I just need, I just made a change. I stole $2,000. I put that crown on. I called my inner queen and I just started from scratch. And oh. doors, I started like opening up for me. I said yes to every single thing. And look where we are today. Yes, you are. All of a sudden things have started happening. I know. One of my favorite stories is one of your collaborations has been with the brand Coach. Yes. And you used to walk by coach yeah. on your way to your accounting job. That's right. Yeah. And now tell that story. Yeah. So I used to work as an accountant. The best part of the job. Well, first of all, accounting is a great foundation, right? It really helped me to start my own business in America. I've learned that a lot of things there. Um, but I always knew that this is just like not mine. You know, like the, the fact that I was good with numbers, it didn't mean that I have to deal with that for the rest of my life. Uh, but I, the best part about working as an accountant was that my office was on Michigan Avenue, right on top of the coach store. So I was like, also like inspired about that magnificent mile and specifically the coach store. I was, I, I, I didn't, I lo- always loved fashion, but I didn't have even that confidence to walk into the coach store wow. and to see and to browse, like not to mention I probably at that time, not couldn't even afford that much. But five years later, I'm becoming fashion stylist and I'm being called by coach and I'm uh, and I'm their brand ambassador and here I'm having an event for them and I'm bringing all my audience it, all my my clients and my and it was just like a very like empowering moment that just yeah. means like really everything is just possible yes. everything is possible if you dress for it if you dress for it let's <laughs> talk about it let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it because you are now you know Tali fucking Kogan you're one of the most in-demand fashion stylist in oh. Chicago, in the country, clients fly in all over the place to see you in your Chicago studio. You are, you know, the former, you know, you had your Tel Aviv couture trunk shows and you used to partner with exclusive Israeli designers. And then you went into styling and now you have a studio. I mean, your journey has been so impressive and so fast. And so what has been the catalyst for that? What, what do you think has been the real secret ingredient to the that? The secret rise? ingredient is for me to understand my magic and what I'm really doing. And let's talk about it. Let's talk about feminine leadership yes. and male leadership. Okay. So men, and this is this is something that I definitely learned from Gina Morota. Our mutual life coach. Shout out life. to Gina. Changes both of our Absolutely. lives. Changes everyone she works with life. This is Go something on. that I never knew. And you always told me, Tali, you are 
this is a web of styling. You just, this is more about empowering. Like, what are you talking about? What's empowering even means, you know? But Gina Marotta explained this to me very easy. So there is a, there is a man leaders and female leaders, right? Male leaders, they're all about doing, right? Getting things done, giving. What female? Female leaders, they're all about receiving. They're all about attracting. Mm-hmm. So once we dress like queens, like once we dress our inner queen, guess what happens, Jessica? <laughs> Look at you <laughs> when we just met at, at Soho's bathroom how, how many years ago and look where you now. What happened that time when I, when I met you at uh, the bathroom? You hired me to be your stylist for your first branding photo shoot. What did I do? I, I dressed you as a higher version. You did. You also had these higher version ideas of you, right? You just started Simply Be Agency. You had this idea of like spiritual movement, branding movement in the world. And that your idea was like, Higher, right? Right. And I was dressing you, matching that idea. So once you dress like a queen, once you dress like a higher self, guess what happens? You start feeling it. You know, some people say, fake it until you make it. And I don't, I'm not asking you to fake anything. What I'm asking you is embodying your personal essence. Mm. So women, we operate by attracting, mm. Right. This is our power. So in order for us to, f- to feel in power, we have to feel beautiful, yes. right? Yes. So that's what I do. I make women feel like queens because guess what? They're all queens. All women, they're all queens and they know it, but they don't show it. So that's what I do. I come and I give them the confidence and I show them, address the essence. I find their essence and listen to them. And then I basically dress them and make them feel like it's so true. I can, I mean, I am a case study in all of that. You, when you are working with a client, it's more than just pulling clothes off of a rack and putting on, and you have a magic of this goes with this and roll up the sleeves and tuck this here and wear the shoes with this dress, which you would never pair for yourself. And you feel like a million dollars, but it's the way that you engage with your clients as you dress them. That is this mirror and this amplifier of like how powerful and beautiful your client is the way that you engage and create like connection in a, in a styling experience is so enthusiastic and such a activator. And you put this mirror up to people. That's not just the mirror in the fucking styling closet, but it's the mirror of who they really are. And I'll never forget when you dressed me for a speaking engagement in LA 2019, I think it was. And you put me in this beautiful black and white sort of Chevron vibe BCBG dress with shoes from Zara. And I put it in my suitcase. I flew to the event. I got dressed that morning and I looked at myself before I stood on that stage. And I was like, I feel like myself. I feel like a higher version of myself. I feel like not just a million dollars, but a billion dollars. And I, I gave one of the best talks I'd ever given my career. And I called you right afterwards. It was the first, you were the first person I called. I left you a voice note. And I was like, what you do is so much more than clothes, Tali. I remember that. And that has really been the, the magic of your business. It's how I've seen it scale. So if, for those listening, what is the value of knowing your own beauty inside? knowing that you're your own queen. Once you know your own queen and you're embodying your essence, you can really, truly attract anything. I truly, truly believe that. It works 
so well. It just like happened to me this morning, right? I was on the way to this studio podcast, standing in the elevator in this outfit. And this guy is giving me a compliment. He's like, oh, you look really great. I'm like, oh, thank you so much for saying it. I'm actually on the way to a podcast. I'm going to be talking about your style. He's like, that's all you should do, he tells me. You should all talk about the style and inspire women. I'm like, well, that's kind of what I do. I'm like, what do you do? He's like an immigration lawyer. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, you know, I just started this foundation, Sweet Dome Chicago. We'll talk about it. And he was like, and it's, it's all about supporting Ukrainian refugees in Chicago. He's like, oh, my God, I would love to help you. And I've been looking for an attorney, for an immigration attorney for a while. And here he just showed up just because he was attracted to the outfit. How me and you met together. We've been attracted to each other because of what? <laughs> because of our outfits. And it happens all the time when you dress your essence. And when you leave your, when you dress in the morning, and for me, every morning, it's a transformational process. And that's what I teach my women. Every morning you wake up, you put that crown on. That's your transformational process. You put that outfit that makes you fucking shine when you look in the mirror and you say i love myself when you feel this way you start attracting and then all of a sudden you meet jessica's wife you need you meet your next pr person you meet your next partner or your next husband that's how i met my husband because i was feeling so much more confident in my own skin and i was feeling like a freaking queen and here is my king i love him more than ever we've been happily married for so long and we have three kids and there is life after all these um nightmares yeah know, which is a part of the process yeah i went through the transformation myself and i love teaching it to women so i know how to do it because i did it myself so i know exactly what to do and i, I do exactly the same thing with my clients when they come to my studio i teach them how to walk i teach them how to take pictures i, I send them home with their lookbook i exper- I, I, st- I experiment different type of style personas on them and and uh, I transform them. I transform them with like literally an hour and a half. And then they see the value. And then they come back. But my goal in the styling appointments also, I love teaching women all the tools and all the skills, how I style myself, how I put those outfits. What is it that makes my outfit so interesting? So my goal that after a couple of sessions, my clients can dress themselves as, as, as a pros. And most of them, they do. Yeah. Yeah. I want to tell a story. I mean, this idea of being a magnet and the feminine, right? Your Gina, our coach has been so masterful in teaching us the power of the divine feminine Mm -hmm. at a very high level. It's a very trendy conversation right now. Everyone's talking about the divine feminine, the goddess, the queen, but Gina has an incredibly rich and grounded approach to it that does teach women that are our strengths and our genius come from the non-doing, the beingness, yes, and the, attracting. the attracting, the receiving. And it really requires us to step into our vibration and believe that we are beautiful in our brains, in our hearts, and our souls versus what we're wearing physically. And I'll tell the story of this time we went to a gala together and you put me in this crazy, insane yellow dress that had like huge puffy sleeves and cutouts all over the place and a massive train. And it was like fluffy and it was it gorge, low cut, like gorgeous. And I put on this dress, you had styled me in it. We get to the gala, me and me and Brian, and you were there across the way. And I hadn't seen you all night because it was like 400 people and everyone, ev- most women there were wearing basic black dresses. And I felt so dumb and I was regretting this dress. And I was like, I am so loud. Who do I think I am? I'm embarrassed. My energy, this was, this was my talk track in my brain, even though I hadn't said a word about it. 
And I run into Tali in the lobby at one point, an hour in. You were like, Jessica, holy fucking shit. You look so beautiful. Do you feel so amazing? You feel so, you look so amazing. Do you feel you like, ah. I was like, no, no, not really. I'm a little embarrassed. You're, Jessica, you should be so happy you're in this dress. You should rock it. And your energy, Tali, was like physical stardust that went inside my own brain, heart, body. And I was like, I look amazing. I do. I'm so happy I'm wearing this fucking dress. And within minutes, everyone started complimenting me on it. I hadn't received one compliment on the dress until before I saw you in the lobby. I mean, I remember you texted me because I cried when I listened to that. Yes. And so this is the power power of the, this is our feminine feminine. power. This is our feminine feminine power. power. We're all about attracting man power is all about hustling. And I've hustled. Trust me, I served in the Israeli military. I hustled since I'm 13 years old. And I'm still hustling. I'm still learning. Okay. I'm still in the process. But what I'm trying to teach women that our power is not in hustling, is in loving ourselves, investing in our personal style, investing in uh, meditating and working out, business coach, branding coach, all of that, whatever makes you feel powerful. And that's, that, that's the secret sauce. So I'm a listener right now and I'm, I'm, listening to our conversation, I'm like, okay, well, I can't afford a stylist or I, you know, I don't want to go buy a bunch of new clothes and I don't have a gala I'm going to anytime soon or, or speaking engagement, but I want to feel like a queen. Absolutely. What can she do in her own closet, in her own day to day to help her feel that way? Absolutely. You do definitely don't need to spend a fortune at uh, all to have tons of clothes in order to feel a queen. I truly, truly believe so. It's all about, first of all, having a capsule wardrobe, just clean your freaking closet, make sure that they only have pieces there that are truly, truly serve you, that fits you. I call you, I call it a capsule wardrobe, less is more, but invest in pieces that going to mix and match and work really, really well together. I do have a list on my blog that people can download. It's a PDF. It's a wardrobe capsule. It's an ultimate uh, queen wardrobe. And you can just check, print that list and you can check in with this list and slowly, slowly building, build that wardrobe. Once you have this build, this wardrobe, it's going to be so much easier to put these outfits together. There is some major staples that I can't live without. And okay. that's really, really going to make, it's going to elevate any outfit. It's a blazer. Okay. Blazer is a magical. I have like so magical. a lot of blazers exactly. because of you. You can <laughs> they put, work. You can put a blazer over leggings, biker shorts anything and it's put a little bit of lipstick of course some put your crown on we'll talk about crown my accessories but blazer is definitely magical you can put it over everything it's going to elevate your outfit and i would definitely start with black white and then i would start moving into like more pop of color prints and experiment more um and then um i also really would recommend to take my style quiz i have a freestyle quiz that i developed uh, after working with Moon for all these years, I found out that I, I discovered like four style personas. So all my clients, they're falling into, into one category. So we have the street queen, we have the capsule queen, we have the extra queen, and we have the boho queen, which is you, Jessica. I was going to say, what am I? A boho you queen. Definitely yeah. boho. I, I pr- probably fall into each, each of these categories. You do. And that's what makes me so relatable to my clients. And that's why I understand every single persona of my client. I love experimenting and I encourage all my clients to experiment. So you can be a boho, but a little extra. You can be a boho, but street side. So I, I love experiment with each of them. But once women, once you know what's your style persona, 
all of a sudden the shopping and the styling experience is becoming easier because you know what pieces you can you are drawn on. So take your style quiz, clean your closet, and then just start like experimenting with like different outfits. Take pictures of your favorite outfits. Start a photo album in your iPhone. Call it a lookbook and take every single picture that you like of your outfit. Create your lookbook. Follow influencers, fashion icons that you love for like ideas and inspiration and just try to recreate the same outfit. That's pretty much what I do. I'm you're I mean, you're genius at it. You've also taught me the power of like combat boots, sneakers, like that blending of like edgy to feminine. Exactly. Tell me more about that. Yes. That's my absolutely favorite, favorite styling trick. So what makes my, each of my outfits is interesting and exciting. I love playing with contrast. It's like the feminine against the masculine. Okay. Think leather and lace. Okay. These are two elements that are so different. Think black and white, but once you put them together, they create like a really interesting outfit right so you can take jeans and shirt and put them together and it's going to be boring as hell but once (laughs) once you start like playing with different texture and trying to bring those um um contrasting elements into that outfit and you start layering i love 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 layering like put that blazer on over the jeans boring jeans and boring shirt put that blazer on and then start playing with your accessories. I call it put on that crown. You know, my crown, you can always find me over the glasses, over the hat, over both of them. I love my hands. They make this mm-hmm. whole outfit so much more crown. fun and interesting and stylish. It's all about those little touches. Uh, yes. So you have a expression you say that when, what is it when women shine? Shining, uh, when women shining, the world is in peace. When women, when women are shining, the world is in peace. It's very true because when women in leadership, the world is more in peace. And in order for us to be in leadership, we need to dress for it. We have to dress for it. <laughs> yes. You are a leader of your own business. And I want to just ask you, because there's a lot of people who listen that are creatives, entrepreneurial, wanting to start their own companies. What has been some of the greatest lessons you've learned as you know an entrepreneur in, in fashion? Uh, networking, networking, not being afraid to put that work in, that work and create as many as possible uh, connections. Don't burn any bridges. And one of the biggest tips that I can tell, give you like very genuine is reading this book that truly changed my life and many others. It's called Simply Be. (laughs) I am, I am so, uh, serious about that because my business got evolved and took a completely new layer dimension after specifically I took your retreat like right I did my first retreat with you I was like shocked from all this like with from everything that I've learned you, st- stepping into my spirituality learning all about the person my, my own personal brand and how to bring into business that really blew my mind to the extent that I had to take another retreat because <laughs> I had I Tali's needed, been to both my retreats yeah, in Costa Rica yeah, I know you have something is coming up too so I would, this is really, this is like one of the things that I would, if you can to invest into like reading the book, take those business uh, retreats, because during those retreats, what, guess what happened? Jessica's wife introduced me to the new word that I needed to know, sisterhood. Like I met so amazing people right now that are now my tribe. They support me every single day on my social media, on my Instagram, they attend my life events. Mm-hmm. And it's all started by like, you know, making the contact in contacts, networking, attending events, signing up the workshops that you can, reading the books that people are recommending. Just do the work. 
dress for it and do the work. Can I also reflect back to you something else I've seen you do, which I think is such beautiful lessons around how to build a business is you over deliver. You are one of those people that when you commit to something, you go all in. I remember when you were first starting your brand collabs and you were getting paid across the board, whether it was like $500 or $5,000. Or you not were like, paid at all. Or not paid at all. I mean, you, I've been working on trades for years. Yes. Yeah. And you you treat it like it's the most precious project. And you, I think that's something that people have to remember to do is your reputation is your brand. It's everything. It's everything. And it's everything. those little details matter. Those, yes. I get reflections like, wow, you're so responsive to my emails or you show up on time to things like it's small details that make a big difference, make the hugest difference in our, in our business and our, and how we're perceived professionally. And I've really admired just your all, all in nature. It's really, it's really inspiring to me. Thank you, Jessica. I will have to add to this one more thing. Like I, one thing that I've noticed through this whole journey is that I've been very, very open-minded, you know, like it's okay to have ideas of business, but it's okay also to change them along the line, right? Like, because when I started, I didn't really start as a stylist. I started by supporting Israeli designers. That's what I was doing, mostly sales, like more of a retail without a store, right? But then I evolved. I started hearing about this, like all influencer industry, right? So I'm like, okay, let me try that. And then my clients, people like you, turn me into a stylist and I end up being, I'm still in the fashion industry, right? But it ended up being not where I started and I wouldn't do it in any other way. So really being open-minded, but also listening to what people are looking for. What is your audience really need? What are these questions that are coming back? What are these inquiries? And then shaping your business model. Yeah, which you've done and you've evolved. So speaking of evolving, your next evolution, I want to talk about your charity. But before I do, I want to give a bit of context reflection because it was one of my most favorite moments for you, Tali, and being your friend. I saw you in March of 2022. I was going back and forth between Chicago and Nashville. I had come to Chicago for a week to do my ketamine treatment and I was in a really, really dark place. And you and I had dinner at that Mexican restaurant and you were in a dark place too because of the Ukrainian war. And we both had, a, you know, shared our emotions and it was a really emotional dinner for both of us. And we leaned on each other. And, and then I went back to Nashville and, you know, we talk and connect every couple of weeks and I hadn't really talked to you in maybe like a month. And the next time I talked to you a month later, you had started an organization, which I want you to talk all about, but it was one of the most beautiful examples of turning your pain into a purpose and how the joy we receive from being in service is really our highest jo- vibration of joy. Absolutely. And, and so tell us about Sweet Dome Chicago. Of course, we'd love to talk about, get very emotional when I talk about it, but I am, um, so I was born in Ukraine and when the war broke, I just could not function. I could not dress. I couldn't put that outfit on. I could not put my crown on. I couldn't post anything on Instagram. Like who freaking cares about my outfits right now? And there's so much sadness was happening in my homeland. I was glued to the news. I was really depressed. Uh, and I just like probably one, this was the second time in my like lowest point of my life. The first one probably when we talked about the divorce, but I remember what I did the first time when I was down there. I remember the process, the transformational process. And I remember that the first thing I need to do is to love myself and to invest myself 
and to put that crown on, you know, to color that inner queen in me. And once I started like stepping a little bit more out of my house, putting more, dressing myself, meditating, working out, all of a sudden this idea just came to me. And it's interesting because I all, I knew that I, we need to do something. Jason and I, my husband and I, we always give back to the community. When there is a crisis going on, we always see how we can help. But in this case, we, just, we didn't want to just donate money to an organization that we don't know. And people started like reaching out to me as well. They're like, Tali, do you know any organizations we would love to help? We would like to donate because I'm Ukrainian. But personally, I didn't know anyone. And I'm like, there is something, there is something, something, something we, we have to do. Then when I, start, when I started like feeling more in my power and more myself, I walked by Israel, uh, by Ukrainian consulate and I was just like, we came up with this idea. Like, let's, uh, after also being glued to the news and see what's going on, talking to people, knowing the refugees are coming here. Now I personally immigrated twice in my life. So I could really relate and I couldn't even imagine, like, I, how I, would, I immigrated peacefully. And these people, they run away from war. They're coming here with no money, with nothing, terrified. And I just really, I'm like, let's find a family and let's see how we can help them directly rather than donating just money to the organization and you don't know what's going to happen to the money. So we started with, like, one family. And when we, I posted on social media that we would like to sponsor a family, I immediately, a couple of days later on, we got connected to the family. I met them. Then we realized what a big, we learned their story. It was very emotional. And I've learned, I realized that there are so many more Ukrainian families here. And what a big problem they have because they can't work. They come here, they have no money. They can't work. So what they're supposed to do? Where can know? they live? So yeah. some people, yeah, hosted them for like a month or two. But then, you know, they outstay, they're welcome. And what, what's next? And there are some families that came here four or five months ago and they live in like horrible, horrible conditions. So after we did, the transformation with one family, we're like, let's just fund, start an organization, my husband and I, let's just help more families. And let's give an opportunity to other people that want to help to donate and to support with us. Right now, we are two months into it. This week, we're going to be closing our eight family. We, we help eight family to settle peacefully wow. in the Chicagoland. Um, I am connecting all my services and everything I'm doing back to the foundation uh, all my styling services and shopping fees with donating with donating a portion back to Sweet Dome Chicago. You can go to my website, Sweet Dome Chicago. You can donate directly. And uh, after uh, we launched this foundation, Jason and I, I started like coming back to myself. I'm like, okay, now I can now I like can, a new version of yourself, new version, way higher you version. Were. You are, yes, and I feel like I'm operating in like uh, in. So, in so much power and so much confidence and it makes me so happy to see that I'm actually making a difference that I'm really helping and I'm really giving back and I'm making a big difference in these families and all my families and all my kids and my husband and everything and it's just like the most amazing thing that we've ever done in my whole life thank I can so much for letting me talk about oh it. my god I'm so I <laughs> thank you for doing it I can feel it and I really believe our greatest joy as humans is not when we're successful, not when we're rich, not when we're beautiful, not when we're free, but when we're in service. I really believe that that is our highest frequency when we are giving back to others. And in many ways, in every way you do that in your business, I feel like I do that in my business, but this is a different level where you're really pouring into people who are in need. And because of your time, your light, your vision, your resources, 
your your audience community, you're you're really truly changing lives where it really truly matters. And I'm just in awe of you, Tali, in every way. You are such a unicorn. <laughs> you are my unicorn. I want to tell one last quick story. I want to share how we met. Okay. Because it just goes to show you the serendipity of the universe and how, yes. how funny is the story? It's magical. Magical. So do you want to tell her to you? I want you to tell it. You're my guest. You tell it. Okay, sure. <laughs> so uh, here am I at the Soho house. We're going to the bathroom and I've noticed you, babe, by the way, sitting there before, like really fabulous in the sequins dress, even though I don't think you've been feeling that queen in you that time, but you were wearing that sequin dress today. I really appreciate it. Next thing, we're going to the bathroom, and then I'm meeting you there. You, you're living in the bath from the. You're walking out of the bathroom. We're I was still, le- I was leaning on the side of the sink yes, because I couldn't fucking yes, stand. Yes. You couldn't stand on your feet. Like yeah. you could see that there is an issue there. And I was with a dear friend of mine, Sonia, who is a chiropractor, and she asked her, she's like, "Are you okay?" And you said, "No." <laughs> And he was like, actually, I'm not. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I have sciatica. She's like, well, I'm a chiropractor. Do you need my help? And I was like, yes. So the next thing, two of you and the Soho and the and bath, bathroom Soho on the floor laying down. You didn't even ask her anything. She's like on top of you, adjusting you. I was standing there in shock. Like I wouldn't say a word. I also probably had too many cocktails. But I was mesmerized by you. I wanted to know everything about you. I, kept, I couldn't stop thinking about you. And then a couple of days later, I'm going to the house. And guess what? I stepped out of the bathroom talking to the same friend, to Sonia. And then I'm seeing you. And I'm telling my friend, Sonia, I'm like, guess who I see here? She's like, who is that? I'm like, it's your patient. It's like, my patient? The house. I'm like, yeah, I remember this beautiful girl that you adjusted at the bathroom house, at the, at the bathroom and Soho. She's like, oh, Yeah. Why don't you go and ask her how she's feeling? I'm like, wow, what a magical idea because I wanted to know everything about you and I didn't know how to approach you. So I come to you. You were sitting on your laptop and I'm tapping on your shoulder. I'm like, hi. (laughs) You're turning around like this beautiful sunshine with this huge smile on your face. Hi, do you remember me? I'm Tali. I'm at the bathroom a couple of days ago. My friend adjusted you. I was just on the phone with her. She wanted to know. Are you feeling? And I want to know everything about you. <laughs> the next thing we find out, you're starting your, en- your own agency. I'm starting my own styling business. Oh, my God. I need a stylist. Sure. Send me a quote. I'm sending you. And uh, Jessica, I don't know if I shared this with you, but it took, it took me like three days to write that quote. Like, I really had a hard time to put value. I'm not used to get paid. I worked a lot on trades. And I just didn't know what number to put there. I really drove myself crazy for three days until I finally sending that proposal out. And guess what? You just like responded with it like 25 seconds. Yes. And, <laughs> got, and you got on a call right away with, with me without even negotiating the price. I am so not used to it. But you, this is the moment where you just set my soul on fire. This is where you called my inner queen to do what I do. And then the magic started. Okay, I'm crying. I want to, I want to reflect one last thing. So what I want to say about our friendship and hearing that story, the whole story of how we met is phenomenal because it's just, it's funny and it's, it's crazy and it's meant to be. And I, no, you and I are friends from many, 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 many lifetimes, like in a row, for sure. I'm really going to try to not cry off my makeup. So thank you for sharing that 
part of you charging me your quote and me accepting it without question. Without question. We have to support each other in business as female entrepreneurs, as female leaders who shine. I think that it's a, a sign and a message to the universe that we are all worthy when we really honor each other's gifts and value. Your soul was set on fire for lots of reasons, but I think becoming your client, and you told me once that of all of your clients, I've never negotiated with you once. I've never questioned your rate. I just pay you whatever you charge me because it's fair. And I think the value and I see the value and you have become one of my dearest, best friends. And one thing I say about our friendship all the time is that it's so rare to be friends with another woman who shines so bright, who lets you shine so bright, who has zero competition with you, who has zero jealousy, who doesn't like feel less than in your or in a shadow because of your shine. And I think you and I have both set each other's souls on fire. And I just want to read the acknowledgement that I wrote you in my book at the end, because I, I really want this for all women. I want this for all sisterhoods, for us to really amplify each other's lights. And we can do that through styling. We can do that through value creation. We can do that through conversations. We can do that through partnering and becoming each other's clients. There's all of these different opportunities for us as women in this divine feminine moment of leadership and rising to be that magnet, to be that queen, to attract our opportunities. We need each other to do that. We need each other to do that. We need the sisterhood. So let me read this final passage in my acknowledgments. I said to my soul sister, Tali Kogan, our friendship can only be defined as predestined because of that Soho bathroom moment. You have given me more confidence in my own light than I can describe in words. Thank you for your genius vision on this book because you styled me. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, having you in my life has empowered me to shine brighter and believe in my beauty from the inside out. I am forever grateful I found you. Jessica, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming into my life. Thank you so much for being into my life. For changing my life. You changed my life. Not only did you change my life, you gave me all the resources and all the clients. (laughs) (laughs) And you've up-leveled and upgraded me with my style because every every item I have at my closet, you basically have chosen. And I get, I get dressed in the morning and I put on my crown and I walk out my door with a different energy and frequency and confidence. And I've become that magnet for many reasons, but you dressed me for it. For sure. You dressed me for it. I called forth your queen. You did. Calling on forth your queen. Calling forth your queen. And here we are. Here we are. So Tali, I want to ask you, um, and we're going to put in all of the links to your organization to your Instagram, to your website, so people can take your quiz and donate to Sweet Dome Chicago and get involved in all things Tally Kogan. So thank you, Jessica. Just know that. Um, but before we leave and end our beautiful, magical conversation today, I want to ask you our final question, yeah. which is, what do the words simply be mean to you? Okay, simply be for me means when you embodying your essence fully. And when you were your truth, when you share, when you're showing to the world who you're inside, mm. 
patriarchy. And when you feel like a queen, when you call for your inner queen, to me, this is, this is simply being. Mm-hmm. It's just simply being a queen. Just be a queen. Put that crown on and be a queen every morning. Because you already are a queen. You are. We all are queens. We just need to show it, to embody it, to and, own it. And to simply be it. And then attract it. Yeah, Everything happens. I love you, Tali. I love you, Jessica. This was magic. This was magic. I floated to a different vortex and like we channeled this convo. Completely. And I, I want to say one more thing. You, you can cut it afterward if you want. But yesterday I uh, had this designer of the shirt that I was wearing, Sierra from Sticks and Roses, come to my studio and I mentioned to her that I'm going tomorrow, Jessica, to your podcast because I was trying on this blazer. I was trying my own outfit. And she's like, oh, Jessica's wife. She changed my life. I'm like, really? How so? She's like, I read her book. And guess what I did after I read her book? I'm like, what? She's like, I dumped my husband. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. I'm like, we, get, we have one, at least one more thing in common besides our passion for fashion. <gasps> So that's what you do, you know. You you not you you touch people not only on their business level, you touch people on a personal level, and that's freaking magic, magic. Thank you. Like attracts like. Like attracts like. Yes. Thank love you for you. sharing that. I love you too. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you, my love. <laughs>